and welcome to Water Matters, a podcast from Euro, where we answer your big water questions. Where does it come from? Where does it go to? And what happens to it in between? I'm your host, Caroline, and today I'm with my colleague Ola stensberg Ogeland to discuss all things energy and water. Ola is the CEO of the Water and Waste Utility at Svenborg in Denmark. He's also a board member of Danva, the Danish Water Association, and he's been working in the water sector for over 25 years. So good morning, Ola, and welcome to Water Matters. Yeah, good morning, Caroline, and uh, thank you very much for inviting me. You're very welcome. So, Ola, over the last weeks, I've been talking to our colleagues about wastewater and its journey from our homes through the sewer system and to the wastewater treatment plant, where it gets separated and treated before the water goes back into the environment. And last week, I spoke to Sarah Gilman, who explained the process around what happens to our solid waste and how it can be returned safely to the environment as well. And today we're going to look at a, a little bit at the third part of this and a very the very important role that our recycled waste plays in our environment and the circular economy. So how can our waste be a source of energy? Well, yeah, it's it's actually a very uh, good question and it's uh, very cool. First of all, uh, sewage sludge from uh, is, is a organic matter and uh, it can generate uh, biogas by anaerobic uh, digestion. So the bacteria in, in the, at the plant, they actually digest uh, themselves and produce uh, methane. And, uh, and uh, the methane is used as a fuel for heating purpose or can be put in called a gas engine and it, it can produce energy, uh, electricity and heat. It can be used for cooking. So several uh, purposes. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds amazing. How does this happen in the wastewater treatment plant? In the sludge or the sludge in the plant, it actually uh, has an incountable amount of bacteria, and and these bacteria digest uh, themselves, and then then they can produce methane in a biogas uh, reactor. Okay, and what happens to the gases then? Yeah, the, the gases can be used for for many things, and and some of the gas. Uh, can be used actually in uh, in places like Oslo and Sweden and some other countries like uh, Ireland. The biogas is used to power public transportation, such as uh, buses. As another example, in, in Oslo, the wastewater treatment plant actually produced biogas fuel in 2018, so they reduced the carbon footprint by 5,000 tons of CO2. Wow, 5,000 tons. That's quite a lot. So... Generating energy from wastewater treatment is sustainable. Can you tell me about the status in Denmark these days? What do you do there? Like I've heard that several wastewater treatment plants have become energy neutral or even energy net producing. How did you do that? Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, actually, that is uh, quite true. Yeah, several plants in Denmark has uh, actually become uh, energy net producing. And, and the first step uh, they have used is uh, focusing on the energy efficiency, and that is how to reduce the energy consumption, and to do it with new technology and changes of process at the treatment plant. And the next step is, uh, of course, you need to optimize the biogas production, and uh, certainly we use the heat pumps to recover the heat from the wastewater, and then we return it back to the household uh, via district heating system. So is this sort of upgrading or energy neutral wastewater treatment plant possible across all of Europe? Yeah, I, I would say it's possible uh, over most of Europe. 
I, but however, you have to take into account both sizes and state of the uh, local infrastructure and also the size of the treatment plants. But we as a water sector, we need to look into what we can do in order to become energy and even a greenhouse gas uh, emission neutral water sector. The technology is, uh, is definitely there to move forward. I, I know that we have a joint working group in Euro looking at an innovation and research and this all leads into it. And so what are the limitations and obstacles to this? Yeah, of, of course, when you look across uh, Europe, uh, you, you have to uh, adjust the technology to local condition. And you can say for sure the need for house heating in, in the south of Europe is uh, definitely different from the north of Europe. And also, of course, the payback period, which in most of the cases in Denmark has a payback period of less than five years, but that is very dependent on, on the local energy cost. So you have to take into account the, uh, the local condition. But, but also you have to move some of the uh, legal obstacles to, to ensure that you are able to sell heat and electricity from the treatment plant. Uh-huh. And, and I think actually in some of the, uh, in some countries around Europe, treatment plants are actually by law defined as a utility that are to clean and not to produce energy. And, and what about the EU? Yeah, yeah, definitely the EU need to uh, promote the production and use of uh, biogas and uh, focusing of uh, energy efficiency and also the use of heat pumps at treatment plants. Mm-hmm. And of course, the EU should also flag energy production from treatment plants as a sustainable source of energy. That's amazing. Great to see how many possibilities there are. And biogas fits in great with the circular economy. And We've been hearing an awful lot from our colleagues about the Green Deal and the circular economy and how we can make the economic recovery from the fallout from the COVID crisis a a green and sustainable thing. An energy neutral water sector, it can be done and it has to be done. So we just have to move forward. I totally agree. So thank you for that interesting insight into how we can use energy from wastewater treatment plants. Oh, and thank you. Yeah, you're, you're very welcome. So thank you for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Euro and ask us your water questions there. That's at E-U-R-E-A-U or visit our website at euro.org. And next time we'll be looking more at what the EU does with water and how it protects consumers and the environment. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.